0: What's up? Welcome to Faith and Other F-Words podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Martin. I'm a corporate hustler, wellness coach, and honestly, just a girl tired of seeing faith misappropriated. So let's change that. Think of us sitting on my couch, drinking wine, having those deep, raw, intellectual combos only have with your closest, smartest girlfriends. No scripture verses, no condemning, no regurgitation of doctrine. Believe me, I'm still trying to figure it out too. But at the end of the day, I know it's these combos that bring us closer to discovering and fulfilling the freaking purpose God's placed into your soul. You ready to drop some F words? Let's go. Happy Wednesday, you guys. I wish that I had better news to share to start this podcast off, but I don't. If you have been keeping up the last couple of episodes, you know that I've been sharing that my family uh, has been dealing with my uncle's stage four cancer and the final days of his life. He was a flight attendant for many years, and we had to tell him last week that it was time for takeoff. It is with a heavy heart that I share with you guys that he passed away last Thursday. So that's why it's taken me a little time to get this episode recorded. But, you know, I am in the thick of this. I want to take you on the journey instead of, you know, retreating. When I started this podcast again this year, that was one of the things is I wanted to be honest about things that are occurring in life because I know I'm not the only one that is struggling with something. Everyone's got something on their plate. Uh, and I also think that a lot of the times we struggle to speak about death, and it's i don't know if it's taboo or it's just supposed to be private, but I wish that somebody had spoken to me about death in not for lack of a better word, like the logistics of it uh I have had the privilege of seeing several of my family members pass away. So I have a generic idea of all of the administrative things involved. But my gosh, there are a lot of things to do. So far in the last couple of days, you know, we've had to call the mortuary, they pick the the body up, you have to make sure you have all the paperwork and all the arrangements ready, they submit like a death certificate, then you've got to manage the pickup of all of the hospice equipment, like all of the medical equipment. You've got to pay. You have to make sure the insurance has paid or you paid for the the care team that was in-house helping you. Uh, you have to send power of attorney copies to deal with insurance companies like the health insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Nobody will let you Call in and speak about anything having to do with healthcare or finances or anything that is, you know, protected with privacy laws or HIPAA laws without a power of attorney. But my gosh, getting somebody from the insurance company to give me their email address so that we can send a power of attorney, it's like there's some knuckleheads that you talk to on customer service lines, my goodness. Uh, then there's reviewing their finances. You got to figure out how much debt there is. If there's debt, freeze bank accounts, close accounts. You got to create a template to notify all of these creditors and companies of the death. And then on top of that, you have to deal with all of the emotional components of it, like letting your family know, letting friends know. And then in our case, we've had to, uh, find new homes for my uncle's, dog and several cats. Um, He was a big animal lover and he had rescued, I think he had like eight cats. So having to find, you know, foster homes for all of those cats and working with the rescue. And that's like, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. So luckily we were able to put um, Hans, his dog in boarding at a vet hospital and take care of some of his medical needs that he had. And then we were able to get uh, in touch with a rescue to come take care of all the cats and, and capture them and take them. So it's it's just been, there's a lot that goes into somebody passing just on an administrative level. And in keeping on theme of airplanes and flights, his life and, you know, his final flight, it it caused me to think, Where are you going, Tanya? (laughs) How do you want to take flight in this season of your life, in this moment of your life? And I want to pose the same questions to you is, how can you go higher? How can you elevate and soar? And do you have a destination right now? Do you know what you want and where you're going? Because if you don't, how do you expect to get there? I don't know about you, but when I travel, I like to travel light. I avoid bringing a lot of stuff with me. I try to squeeze all of my luggage into a carry-on and leave all of the excess baggage behind. I'm not that girl bringing the, you know, eight different bags or, you know, checking it in. I'm not about that life. I don't want to pay extra for it. I want to get in and get out on that flight, you know? But the reason that I travel light is so that when it comes to liftoff, I am ready. So, just like a flight, what do you need to prepare in your life right now? What excess baggage do you need to remove from your life so that you can soar and you can elevate? Is it a job? Is it a relationship? A friendship? Is there trauma in your life that you're holding on to? Is there shame? Is there fear? Is it just making that appointment to see that damn therapist already because you've been putting it off for so long? I don't know what season you're in, but what in your life isn't serving you anymore? And where is it that you want to go? Like, where is this thing going? This is your life. Like, are you focused in and honed in on a destination or are you just taking it day by day and like hoping and wishing that everything will come to you? One of the things that bugs me so much is when people are like, oh, it must be God's plan. And they say that for everything. It's like, no, forget what Bible verse it is, but you guys know we don't do those here anyways, but it's basically that God will meet you in the work that you do. So when people are like, oh, it's just God's plan, it's like, no, you got to do the work. And like, yeah, God's got, you know, he's all knowing and all being, but you got to meet him halfway. You can't just be lazy and be like, oh, well, you know, it's God's plan that I'm going to get a job. So I'm just going to sit here on my ass and do nothing. Like, No, you got you to gotta put in the work and God will meet you there. So you got to decide where is this thing going? Because once you decide a destination or a goal or a dream, it's a lot easier to work backwards and decide how you're going to get there. You know, maybe you're in a job that's good, but you know, you deserve great. Maybe you're in a relationship that's so freaking mediocre, you want to stick a fork in your eye, but you feel stuck. So you've just stayed and you're coasting along and you're like, eh, I guess this is the best it's going to get. You know better. Or maybe you've got a friend that you've been friends with for like 10 years and every time you hang out with them, you feel gerained. And you're questioning how the heck you became friends with them in the first place. Because really they add nothing to your life. And you could fill that time with someone way more energy abundant. But yet somehow you end up hanging out with this damn person all the time. Because we've been friends forever. So on this next flight think about this. Who are the people that you need to leave behind? Or what are the things that you need to leave behind that aren't serving you anymore? Because this next flight that you're taking, it's got a damn destination. It has got some zest and you are ready to freaking soar. You're ready to step up. You're ready to take flight. Who is it that you want to come with you? Who are the new friends and partners that you maybe need to hang out with to help elevate you to that next level? Or maybe who are the people that you are trying to convince to take this flight with you? Who are the people that you're like, actually, if you don't want to take this damn flight with me, I don't need to convince you because the type of people that want to go on this journey, want to go on this adventure, don't need convincing. They are in a space, they are in a mindset, they are in a season of life that they don't need convincing. Sometimes there's just people that you do not actually want to take on this trip with you. Alright, so now that you have it packed light, you've lost the excess baggage, let's take a moment to talk turbulence. You know you're going to experience some bumpy moments, you know there's going to be a little dip and you, you feel that little pit in your stomach and you're like, oh, and you look around you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool, keep your cool, you know, and sometimes it's scary, but here's the thing, if you do the work before the flight to be prepared It's easier to handle that turbulence, right? So in this moment in your life right now, are you actively fighting to find peace among the chaos? We've got a lot going on in this moment in time of 2021. Coronavirus is running rampant. In addition to that, there's all these freaking conspiracy theories about vaccines and the government and blah, 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 blah. There's a lot going on, right? Right. Uh, So outside of all of that chaos, what are you doing to find that peace? Are you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually doing the work so that when and if shit hits the fan, you are zen and you are ready to tackle it as your best self? I think for me, one of the reasons that I have been able to be so relaxed, so honed in, so focused, so collected during this heavy season of my life is that I knew this was coming, right? I, outside of this exact situation, we've known for some time that my uncle was sick and that we would have to kind of step in and help him. Outside of this particular season and situation, I've always had an awareness that I was going to need to be there for times like this for my family members. I- For the last, for as long as I can remember, I know that death is coming. I know that our time on earth is limited. Like time is not guaranteed and I am so freaking aware of that to the point, you guys, I am not joking. I look at my parents all the time and I tell them, I'm going to miss you so much when you're not here. I talk about death all the time because I know that death is so synonymous with living if you are not aware that we are all dying right now, you are not able to enjoy the like the full fulfillment of life. Like you cannot enjoy the high highs if you do not understand the low lows, right? So I've always had this awareness of this coming and in doing all of the work up until this point, it's allowed me to be ready and prepared and not feel overwhelming anxiety, overwhelming grief, overwhelming insert any and every emotion that normally takes place in somebody who hasn't done the work. And what does that work look like? It's I'm working out daily. I'm making sure that I'm filling my cup full of energy so that I can tackle anything that the day throws at me. I'm communicating my needs to loved ones, friends, work, whoever it is. uh, I'm playing to my strengths. So I've told my aunt, hey, you handle this. I will handle all of the insurance stuff because I'm great at talking to people on the phone and being like, "Mm, nope, lady, you're going to need to pass me your supervisor because that is not true. Power of attorney works like this, you know, et cetera. I'm also asking for help when I need it. My dad has been taking care of like manual labor things that I don't want to do. And that's his strength. I'm like, hey, dad, could you move the bed frame out and we're going to give it to Goodwill. So, you know, being communicative of what I need and asking for help has been a big thing. And then the last one has been just being honest and vulnerable and, you know, being honest about how I'm feeling with people who ask about it and being honest with myself and just allowing myself to go through the emotions and feel them fully and move on. And I've also been able to do some incredible things over the last couple of days. And uh, what I mean by that is is spending time and having deep conversations that result after a traumatic event like this and and a milestone event in all of our lives and that is part of the work right is just leaning into it all i've understood this and accept this as part of the journey i'm ready for the adventure of what this season of my life looks like and how it plays into the bigger picture of what i want and where i'm going and 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 the The adventure that is life. I don't dread where I'm going in my life. I'm loving the direction that it's headed in, despite all of the obstacles in the way, you know, like TSA lines and uh, delayed flights and lost baggage and you know price increases and the cranky people who are just pushy and rude when you get off the damn plane you know you know the ones I'm talking about and the reason that I love the direction so much despite all those obstacles is because I know all of the places and destinations I want to visit I know that when these difficult seasons in my life come up, I have already thought about how I want to show up and I've already done the hard work of building a solid foundation for that so that when these moments arise, I'm ready. And that's why I love where I'm going because I've already planned and thought and and put in a solid foundation for it that I look forward to life. So you got to love where you're going, you know? You deserve it. You just got to do the work so that when that flight is ready for you to just jump on and get on that next adventure, you're ready. You just got to proactively map it out, think about it, visualize it, see it, and make a game plan to get there. And you know, if you don't like where you're going, then maybe it's time to change flights because you don't know when it's going to be your last flight. So you got to make each one count and live a freaking life that you're proud of. God's literally only created one of you. So own that and design a life so uniquely you and so abundant with joy and happiness that no matter what freaking flight you're on, you know, you're elevating and ready to lift off. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week and that you are feeling all the feels that I am feeling And that whatever crazy-ish is going on in your life, you are ready for the adventure and you are showing up wholeheartedly as your best self, the way that God designed you to be. Have a great week. Talk to you later.